0: Hello there and welcome to Geek Ends the Podcast. My name is Mike. I have a YouTube channel called Geek Ends, and I do that with my wife. We cover conventions and theme parks, and we cosplay, and we just share our geek life together. Maria is a cosplayer. She's a martial artist in Shaolin Kung Fu, and soon to be a member of Rebel Legion and Saber Guild. If you don't know, Rebel Legion is a costuming group. It's the good guys of Star Wars. It's worldwide. Um, Every location has their own base name. We are Echo Base. I'm saying we because I am a member. I am Han Solo in a New Hope Han Solo fashion. The vest, the classic look of Han Solo. Um, And so Rebel Legion is is the opposing group of the 501st who are the bad guys of Star Wars. I say opposing, I mean good guys versus bad guys. Together, we do these charity events like raise money for Make-A-Wish Foundation, we have tables at conventions, we attend um, fun local events. And Saber Guild are the Jedis and Sith, so the lightsaber savvy group that also do this charity work. Um, Maria is also a singer, theater, stage, combat performer, and former entertainer aboard Disney Cruise Line. As for myself, I am a digital video producer, I'm a cosplayer, and I'm also, like I mentioned, a member of Rebel Legion as Han Solo. I've been producing videos and independent films since 1987. If you want to do some math, I was 10 years old in 1987. I shoot and edit all the videos on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash geekends with a Z at the end. So in February of 2019, Maria and I shot a really long video sharing all of our favorite 80s movies, our childhood 1980s movies outside of Star Wars and Indiana Jones, although we did rank those and got those out of the way. We each had a list and we discussed the reasons why we liked them, the movies. So it went on for about an hour. And I thought that would be way too long to use as a vlog as our vlogs average about you know 20 minutes has been the longest vlog we've we've put up um our average is probably around seven minutes four minutes it was way too long i didn't edit it i didn't i didn't bother with it i'm like okay we got to keep this aside and do something with it and here we go our first podcast it's probably going to be the longest podcast we do but hopefully you enjoy our top 1980s movies of our childhood 80s alert. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to go back in time. We were 80s kids. Yes. We were born in the late 70s, so a majority of our if not all of our childhood was in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Yep. The
1: so entire we, span of the 80s.
0: Yeah, and we wanted we to there. do and we want to go over the movies that made us.
1: So we're not ra- we're not rating these from now from our age now. We're we're rating we're them according to how they were when we were that age. So
0: so the movies we're going to cover we're going to do our top 10 but we're also going to like do a little other honorable lists. mentions honorable mentions and then we're also going to keep star wars and indiana jones aside because those are obvious yes. so we're going to cover those first <laughs> so again these are going to be the the movies and from the 80s that hit us as a child hit us right here in the heart mm-hmm. and
1: and we still watch them our lists
0: them. yeah and our adult perspective list of the 80s movies our top 10 80s movies might be slightly different, different. But again, we're going from our childhood. Yes. So let's start with the... Start,
1: let's get the Star Wars and the Indiana Jones out of the way. So okay. this this is not counting as our top ten. This is just we're telling you, obviously, these are our most favorite, favorite, favorite things. and.
0: We're going to go high number to low number. Yeah. Low number being number one, being the ultimate best, again, from our childhood perspective. hmm so we'll start with indie and Star so Wars. Us,
1: Indian Star Wars. So
0: number ten number five, it's five of those movies in the eighties. So number five for you would be what?
1: So oh, we were supposed to rank them like five to one. I just kinda of separated them into like. Alright, well categories. from there
0: what do you think? What, well, well you're talking
1: strictly Star Wars, um, my number I guess my number two would be Empire Strikes Back. And then uh, my number one is Return of the Jedi. And because for me, Return of the Jedi was my childhood because that was the one Star Wars film that I saw in the movie theaters when it came out. So for me, that one holds a special place. I remember just going there with uh, one of my cousins who was a you know, big fan. We used to play with his action figures and stuff. And, and I forget who took us to see the movie, but we went together to see Return of the Jedi when it came out. So, Jedi is my number one, and then after that, um, Empire would be after that. Um,
0: what about your indies?
1: So, for my Indiana Jones, um, uh, I guess top three going down to the best um, Temple of Doom, uh, and then Raiders of the Lost Ark, Melting Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my number one favorite is The Last Crusade with Sean Connery, and you know. If you guys have seen our posters in our <laughs> living room here, that is our we have
0: that's our biggest that's our biggest poster <laughs> that we
1: have. And Last Crusade is is uh, still my favorite of the series. And whenever it's like happens to come on TV or something, it's like I can't not I can't not watch it. I got I, I, I can't change a channel. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like a good uh, that's what we like to call a comfort movie, I guess. Yes. So uh, Last Crusade was my top for that. Right. Now, what so, about you?
0: Okay, so I have them in order. I'm going to go from five to one. <laughs> so number five, I'm going to say The Last Crusade. Um, it's definitely one of my top favorite comfort movies. The reason why that's five and not closer to one is because it came out in 1989, I think. It came out really late. So yeah, it was
1: late. that was late 80s. I
0: didn't watch it. So I based based my favorite childhood movies on the frequency of how much I watched it. So (laughs) Last Crusade being that it came at the late 80s, uh, 89, I didn't watch it as often in the 80s. But it's definitely a top. Um, After that, Temple of Doom, I watched that like crazy. Um, (laughs) But I did see Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is number three on this top five for me. Uh, A lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad was a little cautious about Temple of Doom because it was a PG-13 rating, mm-hmm. and the heart scene disturbed the hell out of me. But I... <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think that disturbed everyone.
0: Yeah. Ram ripping the heart out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I got
0: over it really quickly, and I couldn't <laughs> get over it. I couldn't stop watching the movie. Every time my, my step-grandfather, John, made me a back-to-back... VHS Raiders of the Lost Ark Temple Ooh. of Doom so whenever I put it in the VCR I would watch back Raiders and then Temple of Doom
1: Wow
0: so four yeah. hours of Indiana That's cool. Jones
1: That's like nowadays when you can buy week. a blu-ray with like three movies on it back to back It's like yeah, and know, then you were you were
0: I had a similar thing with the Star Wars movies So there were three Star Wars movies when we grew up. We didn't know about these other six so <laughs> <laughs> plus <laughs> these side stories but, all these other ones but um uh, my cousin Mike made me a VHS tape with all three Star Wars movies, A New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, but number three is going to be, um, well, there's two Star Wars movies in the 80s, so number, number two on, on this list, so number three was rated right as Lost Stark. number two is The Empire Strikes Back, as an adult, this is my number one favorite movie of all time, but number two because as a child i didn't watch it i did watch it a lot i watch it endlessly but i didn't watch it as much as i did the return of the jedi which is number one
1: mm-hmm.
0: seen that seven times in the movie theater seven um times. yeah i remember seeing one i think it was my second time seeing it i don't know why the second time sticks on my mind the most we were in the second row. That's probably why that's probably why I remember that one.
1: <laughs> Way we're, up close.
0: We were in the second row. I
1: feel like you're there.
0: There were guys behind us that were cheering on. It just made it really exciting. Mm. This is when audiences participated yeah. in what you saw on the big screen. Mm. It made the experience, the movie going experience, so exciting. And to see Star Wars from the second row as a child was incredible. Return of the Jedi. The job of the hut was pretty yeah. damn big when you're this close
1: i feel like that hype started again like l- l- like like being online waiting to get into a movie i feel like that hype started again when phantom menace came out yeah because that i remember was... like you know because that was the first new star wars film in forever and we were like oh my god we're getting new movies and you know, remember like ordering the tickets really early and getting to the theater really early and just people lined up and we're all, all their fan merch and I feel like that was like the beginning of another like you know like the hype of going to movies oh yeah so um so even though obviously I don't have Phantom Menace <laughs> as a you know because that we're talking about 80s movies yeah but just that feel i,
0: I, I don't think phantom menace <laughs> would be on my top 90s movies
1: <laughs> yeah yeah even top but of, the I hype. Know, it might be it might be honorable not mention not me you
0: maybe honorable for mention, me. maybe. sorry star wars fans and yeah. I'm, I'm still not satisfied with that film <laughs> um darth maul's probably the, darth
1: maul so darth
0: maul's the best thing that came out of that but back to the yes. 80s all right back
1: anyway to back to the 80s all okay right, so now
0: that we got star wars and indiana jones out of the way from all the right. 1980s let's do our top 10 Ten to one, one being our absolute favorite, number one movie of our childhood movie of the of the eighties. Oh, number ten being up there. up there. And why don't you say ten, I'll say ten, and we'll just we'll go, go back, and back and we'll forth. just go back and forth. Okay. So what's All
1: right. number so, ten? For my you? number ten. And PS this was really hard to do. I mean, some yeah. of it was really easy, and then as as we got towards the end it was like, ah, oh, I forgot about this one. Ah, oh, I forgot about this one. And then we have a lot of honorable mentions after this so that just couldn't fit in top ten so this was difficult uh, but starting with number ten uh, I have mm-hmm. Batman Michael mm-hmm. Keaton Batman um, that was big that was huge that was the first big like superhero movie yeah like
0: 1989 so yeah Batman by Tim Burton um, I think it might have been Tim Burton's third feature film because he did Pee-wee's Big Adventure and then he did Beetlejuice and then he did Batman. So that's pretty great career start for yeah. Tim Burton. Yeah.
1: Like I remember like going out and like buying a Batman T-shirt. Like, oh yeah. Because I was obsessed it was, with him. Like, Jack yeah, because it was awesome mm-hmm. and like, and and uh, the Joker. I mean. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Like that was he. He was pretty terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, Batman, number ten for me. Awesome. How about you?
0: Number 10, um, I wrote E.T. down. Now, E.T. Hmm. came out, I think it came out in
1: 1982. E.T. was 82, yes.
0: Yes, yeah, so I was obsessed with E.T. when it first came out. And I had the dolls, and I wanted him to be real. <laughs> and. <laughs> and and that's why he, E.T. He, he, e. is on my list. Mm-hmm. And Steven yeah. Spielberg did a phenomenal job. The yeah. score by John Williams the is score beautiful. Great. It's such a great, well-put-together movie. And I kind of want to watch it again. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, I do have E.T. on my list, but I have him. I have him. It <laughs> as an honorable mention. Because um, it was a big part of my childhood, but there were so many others that... Hit me more that I like to watch more. E- E.T. was up there, but um, as a child, I don't know if about the rest of you, but it kind of it was a little scary at the time for kids. I can see that. I mean, I was I was six years old when I saw E. T and you know it, it was a little it was a little disturbing in parts <laughs> so um if you haven't seen et go watch it anyway because it is like
0: it's a it's an amazing it's an movie. amazing and
1: like like looking back at it now as it's, an adult like it really was an amazing movie for yeah. its time
0: now you, you you young kids out there that really like stranger things we love stranger things yes um, now that that captures the essence of the 80s of the right 80s, there yes. i cannot tell you how much i feel like a kid again when, when i watch, watch those that. shows. Yeah. But the reason why i'm saying that is because if you watch et and you get that vibe from the kids
1: it's that same it's vibe. it's got
0: that in, vibe in stranger things in stranger yeah. things so mm-hmm. it is yeah et is a classic and yeah. steven spielberg is one of his, one of his finest films
1: yeah
0: um so number nine. Oh, i got
1: it. number nine sorry i gotta make another note here i my honor i have a lot of honorable mentions here that that should be fun to list my number nine Uh, which I had to rearrange some things. The Secret of Nim.
0: Mmm, yeah.
1: That's on my honorable mention. Don Bluth animation Mm -hmm. is always amazing. Secret of Nim was one of those movies that I still love to watch. Um, It was a little bit of a darker tone to it Um, even though it's all you know talking rats and animals and stuff (laughs) it was still still a little scary of parts and it had a kind of a more serious um, plot to it. It wasn't all happy, you know, singing animals and stuff. There there was no music, you know, it wasn't a musical. It was a
0: straight out story. It was a score by, an amazing score by Jerry Goldsmith. The
1: score was great. The animation's great. The story is awesome. And it was based on a novel, actually. I think it was, yeah. It was Mrs. Brisby and the Rats of the Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah. So if you haven't seen that one, kids. Please go watch *The Secret of Nim*. Yeah. Um, that is just that—that's a classic to me. I don't know. Not, yeah. A, not a lot of animated films today can top. I don't know. They just had a different feel to it.
0: Yeah. It was, it, it was um it was a nice, solid, heavy story, and yeah. it's animated, and it's not a yeah, like you were saying, it's, it's not a it's not it's not a happy Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny type of thing. It's it's yeah. a real. Heavy story, mm-hmm. and it, it's actually it really. It had
1: emotion. It yeah. had, you know, it it's had really feelings in it. It was, it was, it was good.
0: So that's on my honorable mention. That's on um, honorable mention. Okay.
1: Yeah. That was uh, 1982, by the way. Okay. I have okay. old of my years. Right oh, I didn't write my years okay. down. I wrote. My okay, years I'm gonna
0: down. have I'm gonna have serious assist me with that.
1: Okay. <laughs> I have some. So your so, n- name was 82. So and that was your number nine. That was my number nine.
0: My number nine is the Last Starfighter. What year did the Last Starfighter come out? The Last Starfighter was released the 13th of July, 1984. 1984. So, <clears throat> The Last Starfighter, I don't think you were aware of this movie.
1: No, I before we just I. Watched... I I, well, that, I right? yeah, I
0: showed Maria this movie a year and a half ago.
1: Yeah,
0: and you really liked it.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, I had heard of it. I just for some reason I had never seen it.
0: This is an '80s classic. That was the, what, '84, you said. This is 1984. 84. So the, so it's about a a, a young guy, uh, probably early 20s or late teens, whatever he was supposed to be. It's really good at this arcade game called the Last Starfighter. <laughs> but the Last Starfighter arcade game was really like a simulator to to test and find. A really good pilot Mm -hmm. to join this fleet to
1: defeat these enemies
0: (laughs) to save the galaxy. Save the universe. (laughs) But it was such an uh, it was executed very well. Nick Castle directed this. He might have written it too, and I just love this movie. It's one of my comfort movies as well. And the I think it was one of the first times a movie used computer generation, computer graphics, to do like the spaceship stuff. So when Mm -hmm. you watch it. You really have to appreciate that it was the first time because when you watch it, it looks like a, a, a not a bad computer cartoon, but it's mm. clearly not as real looking as, let's say, John well, Dykstra's have, spaceships from Star Wars. So. Well, i have
1: something on my list that was earlier that that was
0: you know. Oh well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. We'll get to that so soon. It's okay. I take that back. Last Starfighter wasn't the first movie, but it was definitely one of the. Daring movies to use the computer uh, yes. graphics for spaceship um, sci-fi stuff, so Okay, so yeah last starfighter check it out.
1: Okay Going on to number eight So number eight gremlins Yay! enough said I mean gremlins gremlins was everywhere that was uh Yep, and there we oh go we, <laughs> we just got those today at target so Gremlins, I guess, is still popular, and if I recall, aren't they writing a script to another one?
0: I don't know, but I Gremlins think... one is classic. It's classic, <laughs> and it's yes. a Christmas movie.
1: And yeah, we 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 <laughs> categorize <laughs> that as just like you know, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. We Gremlins... categorize Gremlins as a Christmas movie because oh, it took yeah. place during Christmas. Yes, time, so. it takes
0: place. It took, came out in the summer. It came
1: out in the summer of whatever right?
0: 83,
1: that was 84. 84,
0: Summer of eighty four. Um, and, but it takes place during Christmas. During Christmas, Gizmo so, was a Christmas present.
1: Right, right. He was he was a Christmas present. So, I like to watch that
0: around Christmas time. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, great, great movie. The, 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 the puppetry, the you know, oh yeah, all that, everything that yeah. was just um
0: so, yeah. solid movie. And a uh, little quick trivia there. So Joe Dante directed Gremlins, but Tim Burton was actually in consideration to direct Gremlins, but he didn't mm-hmm. do a feature film yet. So oh. they didn't. So they didn't. They didn't trust him yet to do it, but they got Joe Dante <laughs> to do it because he did the howling. Wow! Can you imagine if Tim Burton did
1: Gremlins? That was.
0: I would like to see. I'd love Gremlins the way it is. I don't want to touch that, but yeah. But it's nice to imagine. To imagine what Tim Burton, what Tim would, Tim do Burton with that? would have
1: done with that. It yeah, might have been the be...
0: same screenplay, just like, just just how what decisions would he would have made? Yeah. And, yeah. and probably had Danny Elfman score it. But, yeah. Yeah. Really. But Jerry Goldsmith did the score of the Gremlins, which was. A fantastic soundtrack oh man now All right. i'm thinking uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep saying jerry goldsmith who did a lot of these scores in in the 80s interspace gremlins um, he also did Poltergeist, and I completely forgot to put that on yeah, this list. Wow. So honorable mention, Poltergeist. All okay, right. we that have was a lot number... of
1: honorable mentions to do. What, later.
0: Was, what was that one?
1: So that was number eight. That was
0: number eight. We're
1: on number seven.
0: No, well, I didn't do eight yet.
1: Oh, you didn't do your eight. I'm sorry. i That was but my number. Okay. Number eight. Number eight for you. All right. Go. So
0: number eight for me is Flash Gordon. Flash. Nin- 1980, Aglia oh. came out. Uh, we met Sam Jones, the guy who played. Uh, Flash Gordon. Yep. Last, go watch our uh, last summer.
1: Yeah, go and, watch our vlog on that.
0: That was in uh, our engagement vlog. It's in our engagement vlog. We hit him during the Terrificon event in Mohegan Sun, but yes. not at the convention. We actually chatted with him at a restaurant in Mohegan yeah, Sun for
1: like two hours.
0: <laughs> but uh, Flash Gordon is is definitely one of my comfort movies. It's got a lot that I really enjoy watching. Uh, a lot of that. Hokey, fantasy, sci-fi, adventure, yeah. and Max von Sydow, or Sydow, however you pronounce his last name. Forgive me, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent portrayal of Ming the Merciless. Oh, yeah. Um, I just love that movie, and Timothy Dalton's in that, too. Yeah, it was
1: Good fun. Good film. It was fun.
0: Whenever I mentioned Flash Gordon, the movie, not a lot of people realize there was one, but Queen did the soundtrack to yeah. this.
1: Flash! Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I love all the costuming in that movie too. Yeah, it was all yeah. the costuming was just so awesome. Yeah, Very the, the bright, the, the and imagery, and just
0: a lot of eye candy in that. Yeah, movie. yeah, Nine, you know, not bad for 1980s. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, really.
0: So that's my number eight. <laughs> all right, number seven. Number
1: seven for me, and this is this is a big one that I just absolutely love. Number seven, Tron. Mm. Tron came out in 1982. Um, this movie was just way ahead of its time Um, and I was so happy that you know during recent years we got a (coughs) sequel we got Tron Legacy and when I first heard Tron Legacy was coming out I was like oh my god we're getting a sequel to this movie that I grew up with you know when I was like six seven years old Um, I remember going to the library and uh I think my aunt used to take me a lot to the library to rent movies and rent you know, rent books to check out books and rent movies and I think I must have rented Tron at least three, four times, you know. When there was you know, when I couldn't decide on what else to get, I just pulled Tron off the shelf. She'd be like, Oh, are you getting that one again? I'm like, Yeah <laughs> So, um yeah, Tron just the 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 animation in it was amazing. Um that was i th- i guess for that time that was something that people had never really seen before done in a film with all the cgi and just you know the concept the the technology concepts some of which like we actually use now i mean you know they were still using big computers that were the size of buildings back then you know and um just all in all that was it was just an awesome awesome movie and it was kind of like, as a kid at first, it was kind of hard to understand and grasp the concept. But as I got older, <laughs> I understood it more and more and more and more. And then by the time we get to Tron Legacy, it's like, oh my god. And now they're building a ride in,
0: in Disney World. in Magic
1: Kingdom. We're, we're, we're getting the Tron, uh, the light cycle uh, bikes, the roller coaster that they currently have in Shanghai. And they're building a replica of that ride now in Magic Kingdom. And I am so excited. We will be there. We'll be there and um, just drop <laughs> me off at the ride for like three hours and, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> come get me because that's where yeah. I'm going to live. So um, I'm really excited that th- that this film is still like with us in some shape or form.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I-, I remember seeing Tron when I was a kid, but I didn't watch it as many times as Maria did. Probably because I didn't have the patience for that type of movie. Yeah. Like For uh, some reason
1: I did. I don't know. I was just fascinated with the visuals, I think, too. Just, yeah,
0: it was captivating, for sure. I felt like yeah. I was... I didn't know the reference, but I felt like I was on an acid trip when I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Even if you but, couldn't uh, fully
1: grasp the concept, the, the story of what they were doing, you were yeah. still fascinated just watching it.
0: I just remember saying... <laughs> I, I didn't know who Jeff Bridges was yet. I mean, I, I did... I recognized him from the movie Starman, which is not on my list, but that was a John Carpenter <laughs> movie with yeah. Karen Allen, I think and that was a good movie too Mm -hmm. but (laughs) uh jeff bridges um so the other guy the bad guy who's the villain
1: in the first one i know the actor Dave
0: sark sark Sark. so david warner plays sark and david warner i recognized from time bandits another honorable mention that's a terry gilliam film um but i love david warner you see him in a lot of 80s movies Mm -hmm.
1: And I actually did a cosplay of Cora from Tron Legacy. Oh, Legacy! Probably, maybe yeah. we can insert a picture.
0: Boop. Yes. We've put um, a lot of pictures. But I this have,
1: one. yeah. But so it's cool. I actually got to, you know, I still have that cosplay actually, mm-hmm. um, and um, so I love doing that. That, so was... that was number seven.
0: Okay, so my number seven, number seven, my number seven is Batman. Okay. Tim Burton's Batman, 1989. Yep. Yeah. Uh, obsessed with this movie. I saw it probably as many times I, as I would have seen a Star Wars movie. I saw it over seven times. Uh, the first time I saw it was with my late stepdad Ron and he and I went there and I remember we were so fascinated by it. I think I forgot we probably saw the last Crusade when we saw the trailer to Batman. <laughs> and we we're like, wow, we gotta see this because oh the only God. Batman we really knew aside from the cartoons and the comic books, was the Adam West TV show, the hokey, Bam, silly, pow. yeah. So wow. we're like, wow, this is serious. This is a serious Batman. <laughs> serious and Batman. And there's no Robin in this. And and I've always yeah. been a Joker fan. And when I saw Jack Nicholson portray the Joker in the trailer, I was like, oh my God. I became an instant <laughs> Jack Nicholson fan. <laughs> yeah. And obsessed with the Joker. <laughs> Me and my little cousin James, uh, would make Batman movies. <laughs> And I was the Joker, and he was Batman. And then in high school, my friend Jay and our friend Sasha we, and Steve, my best man Steve, we would make Batman parody movies <laughs> called Battyman. But it was all Batman. because of Batman. <laughs> nice. So thank you, Batman, Tim Burton, for getting me motivated to make movies.
1: I just thought of another honorable mention, but I don't think it was the 80s. I have to look it up.
0: Okay, we'll figure that out.
1: Okay, I have to, gra- I have to check on my phone. All right, so I don't mo- think it was.
0: That's okay. So, moving on to number six. What is number your number six? Number six. Top six non Star Wars, non Indiana Jones 1980s number, childhood. favorite.
1: Number six for me is Dirty Dancing. This I forgot was that was an 80s movie. <laughs> 1987. Yeah. Yep, so, um, I, still, this is, for me, this is still a comfort movie. Um, if it's on TV, I leave it on. Um, I mean, just I don't know. As a like a you know, I was a big theater performer and a dancer and stuff. And just a movie like this, just the soundtracks are great. I have all the soundtracks. I think I have multiple copies of like like anniversary editions of when the film came out on DVD and stuff like that. Um, but it uh, it's just for me, it's one of my favorites. Patrick Swayze was mm. awesome. R I you know, P Patrick. I think R I P Patrick. Um, I think I'm sure. I think every every girl made have a crush on Patrick Swayze after that movie came out.
0: Oh my God! I'm sorry to interrupt <laughs> and, you, but another another honorable rent <laughs> Red Dawn, Patrick Swayze was in. Oh, it. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, just um, just the whole look of that movie, because that was in like what year did that take place in? Um, Absolutely. That was in '60s, up. was I it? I think it was. I want to say it was like '60s. Yeah. Hmm uh but the whole look of the movie was awesome the 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 story was great the music the you know all the dancing in it was just great and um still love it so dirty dancing for me
0: dirty dancing yeah so that was number six that was number six number six for me is superman Oh, dos kneel before zod (laughs) i love two i love one I love two more, um, especially as a kid. I feel like I didn't have as much patience with the first movie, even though the first movie is not an 80s movie. I think it was 79 or 78. Mm-hmm. So Superman 2 is a legit 1980s movie. Yeah.
1: And, I saw um, three when it came out in the movie. I
0: did two, unfortunately. That wasn't the best. <laughs> <laughs> but, but two is, is was probably the best Superman movie in the 1980s. And um, Terrence Stamp plays General Zod became an instant Terrence Stamp fan, although I didn't find a lot of movies with that guy. I just, who doesn't love General Zod? The original General General Zod. And of Mm -hmm. course, Gene Hackman uh, was Lex Luthor, and Christopher Reeve, R.I.P. Christopher Reeve, one of the best Superman's out there, if not the best Superman out there. So, uh, there's so much I could talk about on that movie. The Richard Mm. Donner cut, uh, so Richard Donner directed um, the first Superman movie in 1978 or 79, forgive me, I forgot the year. But he also, back to back, directed the second movie. But something happened, I don't remember, where another director took over and kind of like took what Richard Donner did and made some new stuff around it.
1: Yeah.
0: So the Richard Donner cut came later, and I love the Richard Donner cut.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing
0: But I'm talking about the 80s cut, and that is my number six. Number five.
1: Number five. Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. 1985, yeah. <laughs> obviously, because um, that's when it also took place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was 85. Uh, what can I say about Back to the Future? So much. I mean, the mm-hmm. trilogy in general, you know, that's just an epic series of films. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have not seen it, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd
0: it's a timeless it is, movie
1: it is timeless it's, still, <laughs> no <pun intended. laughs> it's no pun intended for that um, I don't know I just I loved everything about that movie I remember seeing it in the theaters when it came out I was like oh my god this was amazing um, just the you know all the all the music in it was great the, oh, yeah. the that's that's another great score
0: yeah the score and then there's the song selections Hugh
1: Lewis. I mean, Lewis was big for that movie mm-hmm. so um,
0: the, the 50s music it was yeah great.
1: Yeah, yeah it just it, it covered a nice span a timeline span of different music
0: if they remake that movie i'm going to be very angry because you, you don't need to remake, remake that, that movie. don't remake a movie like back to the future just put it back in the movies
1: if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> it's like like with gremlins too. it's like Leave back don't to the don't remake down. gremlins make it make a, a, it a separate down. story. Don't remake Kremlin. Okay. Yeah,
1: so Back to the Future. And then, the Future. obviously, I mean, 2 and 3 came out in the 90s, right?
0: No, actually, uh, Back to the Future Part 2 II and 3 were also made in the 80s. They were? Um, yeah. Uh, they were made back-to-back, 2 and 3, and then they were released one year after the other, and I believe it hmm. was the late 80s. So, right. so those Double three, check
1: that, but
0: yeah. those were all 80s movies.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but 85, Back, Back to the Future 1, is, is, is yeah. the classic. <clears> really yeah. really good. So my number five is Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan.
1: Khan!
0: So Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. I didn't get to see it in the movie theater. I did see three and four in the movie theater, tons of times. But two is on my top ten because I watched it like crazy when it was on HBO. I just love the score by James Horner. I love the the you know Ricardo Montalban.
1: Yeah, he was. Awesome.
0: I love the look of of the ship. Ricardo Montalban steals the Reliant the way it looks, Mm -hmm. and it had the most action compared to the first movie. Which I am not really a huge fan of Star Trek: The Motion Picture because it was just there were a lot of flaws in the movie. But (laughs) Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan is my favorite original Star Trek film.
1: I like the one with the whales.
0: I love the one with the whales as well. But that's,
1: that's four, right? That's number I four. Star Trek four, the one with the whale
0: That's my second favorite of the original <laughs> movies.
1: Star Trek four, the one with the whales. Yes,
0: that's a good one. The uh, Voyage Home. The, the Right, the yeah. Voyage
1: Home. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that came out in Voyage Home. By the way, honorable mention came out in 1986.
1: All right, so four. number four. Number four. Speaking of 1986, number four, and we're getting now we're getting to like the big ones here. Labyrinth. Mm. And this is another, still another, comfort movie for me that I love to put in every so often. And R.I.P. David Bowie. R.I.P. David Bowie. Oh my God, Um, David Bowie. That was like, he just made that movie. No. Um, The Goblin King. Mm -hmm. Um, I have this movie on DVD a couple times, multiple times. I think I have some extra copies if anyone wants.
0: Um, (laughs) So you can watch it more than once. So you can watch
1: it more than once. Uh, But yeah, just. Pure sci-fi fantasy, David Bowie, Jennifer Connelly, um, the puppetry, the, yeah. the whole story.
0: Uh, and it was a Jim Henson, George Lucas collaboration. Yes, as well.
1: yes. So um, right there, it's just, it's awesome. Um, I have the soundtrack, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, they still actually hold um, uh, a masquerade ball thing um, every year. Oh, I yeah. believe in California. It California or
0: Georgia? It's definitely not I think it's, it's California. not near us. We're in New York. Yeah, I think there's one
1: called like The Labyrinth of Jareth Ball mm, or something like that's that. That's awesome. Yeah. We might so have to go that. I would love and, to do that. Yeah. Film there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they still they still do it. Um but uh yeah, just I don't know. I just I love everything about this movie. Yeah. That's all I could say. And if you haven't seen that one, shame on you. Go go watch it.
0: Go watch a kids. Go watch, watch a Labyrinth. kids.
1: Go watch Labyrinth. Go watch Actually, David Bowie. watch
0: all these movies we're talking about. Yeah,
1: I mean, but now, like, especially now we're getting up to these ones that, like, really, really, you know, just...
0: Oh, yeah. The, just, big, the big childhood 80s movies. Yes. These are were. these are
1: big. Huge.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, Labyrinth. That's...
0: That's number four. Yep. Love so, it, love it, love it. So, number four for me is Romancing the Stone hmm. by Robert Zemeckis. Yes. guy who did, who did Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I remember leaving the movie theater after one of the times I saw so, Return of the Jedi and seeing the Romancing the Stone poster mm-hmm. and identifying it with like an Indiana Jones type of movie because yeah, it's, it's very Michael very Douglas idi- and, and Kathleen Turner swinging on a vine.
1: Yeah. So
0: I'm <laughs> like, oh, good. this looks like a fun movie. Yeah. I love Indiana Jones. Show. Daddy, take me to see this movie. <laughs> and he did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I love it. I still love it. Me it too. still holds up. It's... I saw it
1: in the theaters too. Yeah. It's actually on my honorable mentions. Originally, I had it down as like my number ten, but I had to shift a couple things around. But I had definitely to... on my list too. I had
0: to keep that on my top ten, especially number four.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because it's one of those movies I just couldn't stop watching. I just yeah. love that movie so much. Yeah.
1: That's still a movie that I like to watch every mm-hmm. so often. It's just one of definitely those... one of those
0: comfort movies.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, another good one so number so, three number three for me willow Ooh. willow was another one of those awesome sci-fi fantasy adventures
0: from george lucas uh, from george
1: lucas mm. yes uh
0: directed by ron howard
1: yeah so that was um probably one of my first introductions to um what's his name um doc Hilmer. Well, Val Kilmer too. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, yes. I mean granted yes, he was wicked. Yeah. But as an actor, um, <clears throat> that was the first time seeing Warwick Davis mm-hmm. in an acting role for me. And of course, Val Kilmer. I believe that was my first film seeing Val Kilmer and I, I see <laughs> Val Kilmer in that movie especially. It was he was awesome. Oh, um,
0: uh, oh, fun trivia with Willow. If you remember, if you've seen it, if you remember the bad guy that had, like, he was, like, the general with the mask.
1: Yeah. That yeah, actor's yeah.
0: name is Pat Roach. And he's the big, bald mechanic that beats up Indiana Jones with the plane before he gets blended up. And, oh Yeah,
1: that was him. And he's the yeah. big
0: guy in Temple of Doom that gets crushed in the, the barrel. They The, 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 the rock um, the crusher. Thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, that was him, too. <laughs> wow. That's Pat Roach. Fun facts. So... Yeah, so Willow, and again, another awesome score.
0: James Horner. James Horner, yeah. R.I.P. James Horner. Yeah,
1: another just, that music. Um,
0: That's a good score. Yeah, yeah,
1: like these these top movies that we're going to be talking about now, just all the music, too, just really That's, still.
0: All these movies had excellent soundtracks. Yeah. Another 80s movie I forgot to mention, in the honorable mentions, is Legend. Tom oh, Cruise, Tim legend. Curry.
1: wow that's another audible.
0: that movie that movie legend. like
1: wow. captivated
0: me as a child well, I'll and just put that Tim Curry down here. as darkness oh my god he looks
1: fantastic
0: oh my god clue is in, it was the, clue 80s in the 80s too right yeah clue. All right, so. <laughs>
1: You're gonna enjoy this honorable mention list because we're kind, we have doing, a lot. we're kind of doing
0: kind of doing at the same time. we'll, 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 yeah. we'll go back. Down we'll it. go
1: back and do all the because you know.
0: But um, we have to mention them all. You said that was what was three. That was three as well. That Willow. was number three. Okay.
1: That was 1988.
0: Anything else to share about Willow?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Uh, I I grabbed, I dragged my grandmother, my grandma Margie, R.I.P. Grandma Margie. I gra- I dragged her to see Willow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, just again, everything about that movie—the whole story—the just it was just an epic fantasy adventure. Mhm. Mhm. Yep.
0: Okay, so my number three is the Goonies.
1: Goonies. That also
0: is... by Richard Donner.
1: That's in my honorable mention. And Steven
0: Spielberg two. wrote that story, mm-hmm. and again that. Stranger Things feel with the kids like that I mentioned with ET yes similar with the Goonies mm-hmm. uh, more so with the Goonies so you got these group of, and oh and Josh Brolin is in there Josh Brolin is Thanos yeah <laughs> uh, in the Avengers movie. so Goonies was just so exciting so much fun fun music fun characters fun concept it was an adventure and I couldn't stop watching that movie I dragged everybody my parents, my grandmother, my aunts, I dragged everybody to take me to the movie theater to see that movie as many times as possible. And uh, That was
1: a fun movie, yeah.
0: I still can't get it's enough of fun. Goonies.
1: I feel like, like, I feel like Goonies and E.T. was like, you know, the groups of kids going on, you know.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't I, like, it wasn't... It, 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 it had,
1: like, that's where I feel like Stranger Things had the same feeling as, like, Goonies yeah, and E.T. Yeah, because
0: it's realistic kids. It's not right. like this, like parental controlled kid type of movie. Yeah. Corey Feldman swears in it. You know, that that's like yeah. that's that's realistic. And you know, that's why Stranger Things is spot on with the kids because they're realistic. Yeah. And uh E.T. as well was mm-hmm. was realistic. Yeah. So children wise mm-hmm. in a film. So stop censoring movies, movie production <laughs> controllers. Yeah. Censor people. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! Ghostbusters is an honorable mention. That was in 1984, I think. Oh, Jesus. Um, Ghostbusters, honorable mention. Um, yeah. I couldn't get enough of that movie either. Still can. not yeah. I love Ghostbusters. But, yeah. But back to the list. That's back so number to the list. three. Was, so that was number three. Number three was Willow, Willow for you. Willow for me. Yeah. Number two is. Number
1: two. 1984, The
0: Neverending Story. Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Yes. Again, this is one that I never get tired of watching um Mm -hmm. it's up on my shelf over there too again another just the soundtrack is awesome we just had it on in the car a little while ago actually the Mm -hmm. soundtrack was great uh I remember I don't know if I yeah saw it in the theaters and then I remember actually again going to the library and renting it out multiple times because it was great um the story was great the just all the visuals of that movie were just so pretty to look at too. Just um, and then you know you got, you got the the, the Rock Biter monster oh, yeah, yeah. and and you've got the so well Gamork, and and of course the scene that um, scarred every child for life oh, was yeah. um, the Swamps of Sadness, where we you know unfortunately see um, a horse uh, sink. Artex. Artex. Artex.
0: Ar- Art
1: Artex. Yes. That's the name
0: of the horse that Artex. drowned in yeah. the swamp.
1: Yeah, so that was, you know, scarred kids for life, <laughs> I think. Yeah, that that hit me in the so gut. That, that <laughs> hit you, and then by the end, when he's, you know, when he faces the Gamork, which was like this wolf, this really freaky-looking wolf thing that, like, talked. Like, the animatronics mm-hmm. on that thing were crazy.
0: I like scary kids movies. Yeah, so that was kind <laughs> oh. of scary.
1: And then just... um the another one? The, the whole ending of it was just awesome when, you know... Bastion's riding on Falcorn. he's riding back to his city and he, and he and he confronts all the bully kids and they in the and the, and you know flies past them, and they go into the dumpster like, you know i can visualize every every oh, yeah. scene of that movie so um, yeah never ending story awesome that's, that's awesome, another awesome.
0: one i saw a lot in the theater yeah. never ending story um yeah. i do remember my cousin jason and i at our grandparents house Again, like with ET, where I wanted ET to be real, we wanted Falcor to be real too. So mm-hmm. I remember looking outside the window, and the sky was like pinkish red, kind of like when the sky changes color before you see Falcor, mm. or or maybe that wasn't the case. It was just the sky yeah. just reminded me of the nothing. The Nothing, yeah. <laughs> and we're screaming out the window, Falcor, Falcor! hoping that he would oh, show up. I
1: have the orange necklace.
0: All right, so <clears throat> that's your number two, number the never ending story. Yes. Good good choice. That's on <laughs> yep. my honorable mention. Yep. And when we were talking about scary kids movies, um, another honorable mention for me, I showed you this movie. I don't know if you like it as much as I do, Return to
1: Oz. Oh, God, that was weird. I love Return to yeah, Oz. Yeah, I finally yeah. just saw that, and it, yeah. was, uh, uh, it was a little... I guess it was a little scary, just because I don't know. Because you know I what's guess, creepy cause it about it? Because it initially took place in like a psych. Like they took the kids to like a. There's mental a lot of creepy hospital. things about
0: it. Yeah, it's like you got the you got the and mental they, hospital thing. Then you go to Oz and everything's like messed up. Messed and, up. And and. and there are these creeps, these guys with these wheel hands, and then there's, like, yeah, this, it was there's just, this gnome it was, mountain king is, like, this rock monster. and
1: It was very weird.
0: And then you had that
1: yeah.
0: evil queen, wizard, witch type of yeah, woman that was, changes kinda, heads. That yeah, was she freaky. she was cool
1: looking. That was freaky. I, I, I guess for a younger kid at that time, like, seeing, like, yeah... Different heads in cases and changing her head. Oh off. yeah. I guess that's a little.
0: When you see creepy. that as a kid, it's like wow. But yeah, I used I'm sure to... it would
1: have had more of an impact on me if if I saw it as a kid, but yeah. I just saw it now. I'm like that was just weird. I
0: saw it when a kid, weird. as a kid, and, and it definitely was like I I just liked weird, weird yeah. movies. I, I still like weird, weird, weird stuff movies. too. Yeah,
1: I mean we build like weird stuff and, still, uh, but that that, was...
0: that still holds up for me that movie. Yeah. The return of oz but that's an honorable mention now back yes. to our top list my
1: number two but we keep digressing guess what my number two is gremlins. gremlins
0: another movie just like goonies i just couldn't stop watching it i dragged everybody in my family to take me to see it and i couldn't get enough of it i loved it. i love gremlins so much i bought all the toys that were available at the yeah. time. I, a, I, I don't I even a, have them anymore. So I White, yeah, I just we just went to Target earlier and, and I found these Stripe and Gizmo. Yeah. But uh, yeah, directed by Joe Dante, music by uh, Jerry Goldsmith, written by Chris Chris Columbus, who directed um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets and Home Alone, and Steven <laughs> Spielberg produced that movie. Steven Spielberg ruling the '80s. <laughs> Gremlins it's is still by far. My top movie, one of my top movies. So oh. that's number two on this list. Number two. So number one!
1: Number we one. might as well just say oh this my one God. together.
0: Equal one, two, three, The, the Dark, dark crystal.
1: crystal. Right here. Number one. Yep, 1982.
0: Directed by Jim Henson and Frank Oz, written by Jim Henson, or the story was, at least. Um, Music score by Trevor Jones is so rich and mystical, and I love that soundtrack so much. I
1: love that soundtrack. And the
0: movie, the craft, the craftsmanship, the the art of the, in this movie alone, really just the
1: artwork. I have an art book from this film, That's and it's the
0: one I got you. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I also got her the T-shirt. Like,
1: yes, my shirt. And, and I the bought you. Yeah,
0: I bought anything that she gets from the Dark Crystal is usually from me.
1: Yeah, I, I have two action figures still in the boxes that you got me. Yeah, I Jen have and uh, Kira. Yeah, and I have a Funko Pop of, right, Kira, of Kira with Fizgig. With Fizgig, the dog. And Creature. we have, obviously, we have his po- movie poster on our wall. All right. um, and uh, I got this shirt, and we played the soundtrack a lot, and just, uh, I remember I was obsessed, seeing that movie. I was obsessed uh,
0: with this movie. I remember
1: seeing in the theaters. I remember getting, like, collector cards and stickers and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, me
0: too. And I the think there was I like think there, there was, like, novel. a
1: sticker book or a coloring book that you could put stickers in, oh, yeah. I think. Um, and yeah like that um the Skeksis were like freaky but freaky scary so
0: cool looking Scared the
1: crap out of you
0: yeah um all those creatures all those puppets I remember like not realizing it after the first dozen times I've seen the movie the movie came out in the December of 1982 and I saw it when it first came out and I definitely saw it a thousand times that following month well however long it was in the movie theater I I watched it I dragged everybody to see Mm -hmm. it
1: yeah, and and they're working on a series now for Netflix.
0: Oh yeah, and uh, Mark Hamill is doing a voice to one of the Skeksis. so yeah. that, that's exciting.
1: And they've shown a couple quick pictures of like what the
0: oh yeah, there was the, a few what, what the Gelflings, Gelfling's pictures, look like, and
1: yeah. they look spot. They, it looks oh, yeah. like the same.
0: It's from that Gelfling's. universe. It's yeah, all it's practical. Universe, so. It's done with respect.
1: Yeah, so very excited for that. We'll
0: have to check that out when that comes um, on. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. We mentioned quite a few.
1: In no particular order.
0: And here we go. Let's spit them out. Mm.
1: All right, let's see. So, we mentioned Ghostbusters before.
0: Honorable mention, yep.
1: Ghostbusters, yes.
0: Ghostbusters. Bill Murray, directed by Ivan Reitman, written by Dan Aykroyd and the late Harold Remus. R.I.P. Harold Remus. Yes. A lot of. uh,
1: um, okay. Uh, my next honorable. Men- uh, do- we're gonna go back and forth. Or do you just want me to kind of read off. Well, we could we, we could
0: just just bit so okay. I mean She mentioned Back to the Future. That was on my honorable mention. Unfortunately, I didn't make my top ten because there's just way too many movies. Yeah. <laughs> Secret of Nim was also on there. Yeah. Okay. All
1: right. Uh, my one. next one. Uh, Beetlejuice. Yep.
0: Beetlejuice. Definitely.
1: 1988.
0: Yep. Tim Burton's uh, second feature film. Yeah. You've never seen Monster Squad. <laughs> Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Going back to that reference of the kids being realistic in movies and having that Stranger Things vibe, this is another one of those movies. Stranger, uh, Stranger Things. Monster Squad. It's <laughs> <quite His> kids <laughs> swearing and <clears throat> fighting monsters. Good yes. stuff.
1: All right, Aliens.
0: Yes, Aliens Nin- is online.
1: 1986. Yep, 86. Scared the crap out of me.
0: So my late stepdad, Ron, took me and my mother to the movie theater to see it in 1986, and mm. I was scared, but <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. I absolutely love this movie, mm. and it's so action-packed, and you feel really safe with Newt as a child. <laughs> I was a child. I was like yeah. nine.
1: Yeah.
0: And I feel like, okay, this kid and I, uh, we're safe. Yeah, <laughs> we're safe I with didn't... Ripley.
1: I didn't see this movie in the theaters when it came out, but I remember like watching it on TV or mm-hmm. something like around... It must have been not too long after it was out, but so I had to be like 10, 11 years old, and I don't know, just that... Just the visuals of that just kind of scar your brain for life. And oh yeah.
0: Now I didn't know that when I saw Aliens, I didn't realize it was part of a series or, or a sequel to another right, movie. Right, right, yeah. And when I told my dad, when he picked me up, I used to see my dad on weekends. Um, my parents were divorced or are divorced. <laughs> I saw my dad on weekends and I picked him up I'm like, yeah, I just saw uh, I saw Aliens. It was really good. And this guy's did it and that guy did it. And that- and he's like, oh, yeah, that's Alien, as uh, a sequel to Alien. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, and, and he took me back home to his place, and he worked late my dad, so he had to go to bed. He usually slept through the day, and I would take that time to watch movies and Saturday morning cartoons, and then when he woke up at night, we'd have dinner together and do things. Mm. So, <laughs> so my dad takes me home to his home, and he puts an Alien, the first Alien, He's like, here, check this out. If you liked Aliens, check out the first movie. And he goes to bed, and I'm like, ah! Oh.
1: <laughs> so he left you by yourself.
0: With Alien. With which With Alien
1: a, on, and a just A totally to bed.
0: different, is more of a horror movie, Alien. Alien's you... more of a horror movie, where Aliens is an action sci-fi. Did you so. go
1: to sleep after that? I well, was right.
0: early in the morning, so then I put on Saturday morning cartoons. I probably watched Pee-wee's Playhouse or something.
1: Okay, because I don't know how... <laughs> Someone like left me in the room with Alien on. I, I don't know. I think I probably not. It completely. wasn't cruel.
0: No, and, and this wasn't a cruel thing. This was, this was <laughs> just like
1: here. You like that? I was absolutely
0: cool. love this movie. <laughs> but it was terrifying. Yeah. For a nine-year-old. Yeah. But uh, that's Alien. Ali- aliens, aliens too. Was, aliens. I love aliens was what, was too. James we, Cameron.
1: So all right, uh, another one that we mentioned Ooh. that we forgot before was Clue. That's another great one that I still love to watch. Yes. Hilarious, Tim Curry. Tim
0: Curry yes. and Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd and yeah. Michael McKean
1: and uh, what's her name? Flames.
0: Uh, oh my God! Of my face. Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Con- yeah. yeah. R.F.E. Madeline. Yeah. <laughs> <Kirk>. <laughs> All
1: right. Um, legend.
0: Yes. We talked. Yeah. Back Tom on. Tom Cruise. It. Tim Curry.
1: Tim Curry, Tom Cruise.
0: Another film by Ridley Scott, who directed Alien. Yes. Beauty and Blade plans. Runner, Blade Runner, I do Oh my God, Blade, Blade
1: Runner. Runner! Yes, that was another one I was going to put yep. down. For Blade yep. Runner, holy Blade crap! And the and the movie. sequel that they just did uh, was it last year? I don't before?
0: M- Yeah, last year. Blade Runner 2049. So the sequel to Blade Runner is awesome. Is, it holds true. Yep. To the first movie. Had They're, the same
1: feel, everything.
0: It's, is, Really the well soundtrack.
1: Made. Did we even get the soundtrack? I had that it, was yeah. a good soundtrack yeah. too.
0: Who framed Roger Rabbit?
1: Yes, that's on mine too. Another yep.
0: one by Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis was and still is, like, really on his like magic game. Like his movies are really magical.
1: And that movie was kind of a breakthrough in like animation and oh, live yeah, action that was, yeah i mean granted there was way before that we had like mary poppins obviously and bed knobs and broomsticks but like, it, we all it was in
0: that respect, animation, live yeah. action but this yeah. was a
1: more modern you know mm-hmm. animation mm-hmm. and live action interacting with each other yeah.
0: on a daily basis r.i.p bob hoskins <sighs> bob
1: hoskins yeah
0: christopher lloyd as well is in that movie yeah, he's, uh, oh, judge, judge, judge doom. doom speaking of christopher with lloyd, the
1: eyeballs Ah, that was freaky
0: freaky. freaky. christopher lloyd has been in a lot of the 80s movies and um there was one opportunity where i did get to meet christopher lloyd and he was in pennsylvania at a convention and i without a plan just got in my car and went and got to meet (laughs) christopher lloyd
1: Uh, another honorable mention for me would be cocktail Mm. 1988 tom Tom cruise Cruise. um that's For me, another comfort movie. Mm I don't know why, it just is. It's just a fun movie. She just likes
0: cocktails. (laughs)
1: It's good, it's cocktails, it's Tom Cruise, you know, uh, Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise, uh, you know, flipping drinks, and um, that movie had a great um, soundtrack to a lot of great music. Uh, The Princess Bride. Oh,
0: yes. 1987. Classic.
1: Yeah, Princess Buttercup. And, and you know, and anybody want the peanut? You so, know, uh,
0: I like throwing these these trivias. All,
1: And actually some of some awesome so, uh, sword fighting in that movie too, some awesome sword play.
0: The, the bad guy is Humperdink, right?
1: Humper yeah, Humperdink. Yeah, so yeah. Chris
0: Sarandon plays Humperdink and he is also oh man, Chris Sarandon. Chris Sarandon does the voice of Jack Skellington in Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. When he's not singing, when he's singing, that's Danny Elfman, but that's not an '80s movie. Mm-hmm. But Chris random is also in *Fright Night*, another honorable mention. Oh, *Fright Night*. Yeah. *Fright Night*.
1: And uh, the Carrie Elwes, El- *Princess El- Bride*.
0: El- yes, El- Carrie always is *Princess Bride*. Yes. Carrie always Carrie is, yes. yes. Carrie, Carrie is in *Princess Bride* as what's his name in that movie? Oh God. Andre the Giant.
1: Andre the Giant and it. Carrie Elwes. Oh my God, what's his name? Why am I forgetting this right now?
0: Well anyway, Carrie Elways, going back to Stranger Things yeah. since it's somewhat eighties related. He's, he's gonna be the mm. mayor. Yeah, He's <laughs> Carrie Elways is gonna be the <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Elways is gonna be the I'm mayor. I'm sorry I
1: forgot his name. I feel uh, I just uh, we we got a lot going on here. Okay, I got I can't remember his name right now.
0: Carrie right. Elways is gonna be the mayor of Hawkins. Wesley. In Sh- yes Wesley.
1: his name's Wesley. Sorry, so got it.
0: Wesley's gonna be the mayor of Hawkins in Stranger Things Three. Yes.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh nineteen eighty nine. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm. Yep. Um, fun movie. They made a sequel, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, that came out in the early 90s. Um, but yeah, Bill and Ted. And um, still love Bill and Ted. And like for the past couple of years, um, you know, for the longest time at Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, they had a Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure show, stage show, which mm-hmm. was awesome. And it recently, this past year, it closed. Well, what? not this past year, the year before. Sorry.
0: Two years ago, twenty seventeen t- t- was twenty seventeen
1: was the last showing of the Bill and Ted's Halloween yeah. Adventure. So um, that was a great show. People really loved it. Um, mm-hmm. So just goes the show, Bill and Ted are still still popular. E.T. is an not mention of mine. Again, you know, um, E.T. was I think the first movie I saw in a drive-in. Oh yeah. So my parents took me to see that in a drive-in movie theater. So. Mm-hmm. Um
0: a Last Crusade and drive, drive in a drive-in. The drive second in? time I saw it was in a wow. drive-in.
1: Uh, Romancing the Stone is also on my honorable mentions. Mm. 1984. Um, as we said, that's just another comfort movie. Uh, uh, Michael Douglas, you know, he was awesome. I think he's that still was, awesome. He's still awesome. <laughs> I think that was like my first introduction to Michael Douglas, I think. Yeah, was that movie. I think,
0: same here. Michael Douglas is... Uh, uh,
1: the Goonies, again, that's another honorable mention. Fun movie. we talked about it. Enough earlier. Uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit? We said. Uh, We said Ghostbusters. So my final honorable mention, and this was a big one for me, um, Disney's The Black Cauldron.
0: Oh yeah.
1: The Black Cauldron was 1985. I saw the premiere of The Black Cauldron at Radio City Music Hall. Um, It was. I can't remember if they had like a special like Disney stage show with it or something, but I remember seeing the premiere of that film at Radio City Music Hall. And um, fun fact, this was Disney's first uh, PG-rated animated film because it was on the darker, scarier side um, for little kids. So it wasn't, again, it wasn't a completely happy and, and and it wasn't a musical you know it, it wasn't a musical like a lot of the it was too serious newer,
0: dark and serious for disney at the time at,
1: at the time so mm. they gave it a pg i mean there were you know the the, the, the horned king was the villain and he was super scary and then you had, you know hey that led like these dead soldier skeletons coming back to life and attacking people and um, that alone the, the 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 visuals of that were just pretty scary for a little kid at the time
0: I have some more honorable mentions that should be mentioned with honor um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure 1985 yeah. Tim Burton Tim Burton's first feature film yeah is so wacky and weird and fun and Danny Elfman's first like hit music like motion picture score as well um, but Beetlejuice put Danny Elfman on the map yes. um, Explorers. 1985. Uh, I was just talking to Maria about this I've early. She'd never, never heard, heard of the movie. movie. I don't know if you've heard of the movie, but Joe Dante, the director of Gremlins and in Innerspace, he did this movie, Explorers, and it's about a couple of kids that are in communication with an alien species, and they want to make contact, and they're given these... They're given guidance in such a way to create a spaceship so that they can see these aliens and make contact. And Ethan Hawke is a kid. He's in this movie. And River Phoenix is a kid in this movie. And that was 1985. I just have
1: one more random one that came to mind. Uh, Disney, Flight of the Navigator.
0: Oh, yeah. Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. The voice it's of the not... robot was Paul Rubens. Oh, the ship was Paul Rubens. Was, yes, that's
1: right. It, it was, was
0: Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. yeah. He's Pee Wee Herman.
1: Maybe that's what... oh <laughs> my brain.
0: No, Flight of the Navigator is fun. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: Definitely a good mention. Mm-hmm. Um, Die Hard, 1988. Who cannot
1: it's a
0: Christmas movie like that movie yeah die hard is a Christmas movie I don't care what you say (laughs) die hard is also the first feature film with Alan Rickman R.I.P. Alan Rickman (laughs) Alan Rickman I think uh, before that movie he was just doing stage and Mm. he was a hit star after die hard and then he was seen again in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves I don't know if that was 80s but he was sheriff. I don't
1: think it was because I was going to put it on my list. Okay. I don't think it was.
0: That's another movie I'd like to watch again. But yeah. Alan Rickman was um, print, um, sheriff of Rottingham.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sheriff of
0: Rotting. Rottingham. Not in camp. Um, Okay, so that's Die Hard, uh, 1988. Evil Dead 2, 1987. Probably my favorite of the Evil Dead series. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi did this. He did them all. He created this series. Bruce Campbell is obviously the star of these movies. And I didn't see... Evil Dead 2 when I was a child obviously Mm. I saw it when I was in high school and became an instant fan of this cult classic series and Evil Dead 2 has to be mentioned so uh, so does Evil Dead 1 I think Evil Dead 1 came out in 1981 Mm so Evil Dead 1 and 2 coming to America 1988, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, so much fun. I love this movie. This is definitely a comfort movie. You really see Eddie Murphy's talent shine in this movie. And, and Arsenio Hall, because they're playing multiple characters. And what a, what a great, fun story. I can't talk about 80s movies without talking about John Hughes movies. John Hughes ruled the 80s when it came to, like, comedy. Uh, Weird (laughs) Scientist, Weird Scientist, (laughs) Weird Science, Science. with Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr., they were in those movies, and uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, R.I.P. John Candy, Steve Martin's in that movie, such a great fun movie i like to watch that around thanksgiving time that's oh, actually the when movies, the movie takes oh movie. man we gotta watch she's gotta see plane trains and all we right we're gonna watch it uh, we're gonna watch one yeah. of these movies oh. tonight It's like
1: some of them like just completely missed for some reason i don't know why I you mean, saw
0: weird science right yeah i've okay. seen weird
1: science but yeah so i i don't know some of them i just completely missed
0: ferris bueller's day off 1986
1: yeah
0: one of my absolute favorite that's john that's hughes true. movies Oh man, so so much fun to watch. Great dialogue. Yeah, good movie. And and I did say Poltergeist, right? Poltergeist is Spielberg wrote Poltergeist, and he pretty much indirectly directed the movie, but it was directed by Toby Hooper, who directed uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And as uh, I think it was seventeen or sixteen years old, I got to meet Toby Hooper. And was so thrilled to meet him because I love Poltergeist. Poltergeist is a really classic, fun, supernatural movie. Thank you, Steven Spielberg, for that movie. Conan. Oh, my God. Conan the Destroyer. uh, Conan the Destroyer was was really cheesy. But I loved Conan the Destroyer as a child. Um, I love watching that.
1: Spielberg. Close Encounters?
0: That was 70s. Close Encounters. Sorry,
1: because I remember seeing that. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I saw it in the... I I I watched it in the 80s but it came Close Encounters came out in the 70s.
1: Yeah. I think
0: I think Close Encounters really came it. out in I want to say they came out in 77. I think it came out the same year st- I, I, I could be wrong. I got to look this up. Yeah. But
1: I remember It's walking, not an 80s movie. I probably saw it on TV or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: our. That
0: that's everything. <laughs> Every movie we listed today in this episode is the movies that made us so even though it was a top 10, we didn't really do a top 10, we did like a top 50. It was like, t- yeah,
1: it's more so 50.
0: It's something we wanted to do, it's uh, something we wanted to share, something we wanted to save. Yeah, And so now we can
1: look back to it as a reference when we can't remember. Yeah,
0: now we could watch <laughs> ourselves, we could remember watching <laughs> ourselves remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A journey back to your childhood. Yeah, back in the, in the VCR days. In the days of the VCR.
0: When tracking was a thing. Alright, we have to get back to the future now. May the Geekens
1: be with you.